Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. We say greetings to everyone and welcome to Empower to Empower Others. This is your host, Valerie Burrell, and I am excited. Y'all know it. I'm always excited to be with you to share what we feel is a relevant word to aid you to living life purposefully, to living life in life so you can thrive. I'm excited today to have my husband with me. He may be a silent partner, but honey, if you could just tell the people hello today, it would be great. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. Uh, We want to thank our listening audience across the globe. We want to especially thank those in the Africa region in Ghana uh, for your support. It is amazing to see our numbers and our listening audience grow in the regions. We say thank you to each one of you uh, for listening and for sharing these messages that are changing lives. Earlier today, my husband and I were having a conversation during our Seeking Truth session, and he shared with us that there were two words that the Holy Spirit gave him as we were traveling home. One of those words was parallel, and at the time that we were teaching, it made sense. The other word that he shared with us was the word obvious. Now, I touched on it a little bit, but as I sat here today, I felt like the Holy Spirit wanted us to touch on that just a little bit more because the question he posed, it's obvious, isn't it? It's obvious, isn't it? So when we look, of course, at the word obvious, what does that mean? Obvious means easily perceived or understood, clear, self evident or so we're going to look at second timothy three we're going to pinpoint on verses five through seven but i want to start and preface this conversation with second timothy three verses one through four and in the english standard version it reads this way but understand this that in the last days there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of self Lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, (laughs) unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, 
Now, again, that's from the English Standard Version, and I say, Lord, have mercy. That's a whole lot right there. But what we see, what we understand, what we understand, what I want us to understand is that in looking at this scripture, this passage of scripture, it looks like we're there. It looks like we're in the last days where we are seeing men be lovers of self more than they are of God. And we see a lot of people loving money. They're treacherous. They're envious. There are a lot of things. And, and it's unsettling, I'll say for me. <laughs> it's unsettling for me, but it's a reality. It's, it's obvious, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm telling you all that when we look at this, when we look at this, we, we see that there are many people, and Paul describes, Paul describes the situation in such a way that people who have a form of godliness will sometimes, uh, what's the word I want to use? They'll manipulate. Uh, they will, they'll make you think something is that it's not. They'll fool you. And we have to be aware. I'm going to go now to 2 Timothy 3, 5 through 7. That says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. So all that he shared with us in verses 1 through 4, he's now saying to us, turn away from that because that's going to cause you some trouble. That's going to cause you some heartache. You don't want that. Because right now, like, that's the nature of people that we're experiencing. They are all those things. They have the characteristics of having a form of godliness, but they don't have any power. He said what those people don't have anything to do with them. Nothing. Who? For of this sort there are which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, lewd away from diverse lusts ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. When you think about that type of person that's in that state of 2 Timothy 3, 1, 4, and now hearing what Paul is saying to us in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, he's saying that we have to avoid those people that have a form of godliness and no power. And you might say, well, Valerie, how am I going to know the difference? It's a thing called discernment. I used to hear people all the time say, try the spirit by the spirit. And they sounded sanctified when they said, they said, baby, try the spirit by the spirit. And I said, Mm-mm, no, we can't try the spirit by the spirit because we don't even know if we in the right spirit. Somebody go ahead and say, ouch, and amen. Sometimes we want to try people by what lingers on the inside of us. So if we have any of those things, that Paul talks about in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 4, and then we try to check somebody in 2 Timothy 3, 5 through 7, and we got the same thing that we got. We will not be able to recognize that that individual that we're trying to check just as jacked up as us. We'll say, oh, they okay. Yeah, I know they good. He We'll do something like that, make it seem like we got it together. We super holy. We super right. But the what the key is, we better try the spirit by the word. And you said, well, Valerie, what, what should I be doing? Because right now what you're saying to me is that we may be entertaining individuals that may be destructive. I, I absolutely am. 
I absolutely am saying that because we don't want to be gullible. We don't want to be caught off guard. We don't want to be enticed by somebody who has an uh, an agenda that is contrary to what God's plan is for your life. So he's saying, turn away from these people. He said, from such turn away. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, he's saying, from such turn away because we don't want to be deceived. And you say, well, okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to try that. Mm-mm, do that. Oh, I hear you. You say, I don't know, I don't know if I can do that because if I have to try them by the word, that means I got to know the word. Ding, 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 ding. You're a winner. That's correct. If you're going to try them by the word, you got to know the word. You've got to know what they should look like. You've got to check them to see if they're acting and living according to the fruit of the Spirit. Where do we, are they? Are they loving and kind and gentle and long-suffering and patient? Are they that? Or are they malicious? All the things that that word gave us in the beginning. And I'm going to go back and remind you. In 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 4, it says that you're going to find people who are lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God. And if we're honest, men and women of God, we see that too much, and we see some of that right in the building. Oop, oop, oop. Okay, Valerie, don't do that. Don't say that. I'm only going to say what's true. I'm only going to say what's true because we have a lot of actors in the kingdom. Can you say amen? A lot of actors. Actors. One thing that I, I learned in Acts 1 and 8, Acts 1 and 8 is, is power. It lets us know that uh, on the day of Pentecost, and he says, and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. You're going to be a witness because the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of you. It's going to come upon you. It's going to be in you. It's going to dwell with you. When Jesus went to be with the Father, he says, I need you to take care of them. And he said, don't worry. I'm going to send them a comforter. I'm going to send them the Holy Spirit that's going to dwell inside them and lead them all truth. When somebody has Holy Spirit dwelling on the inside of them, it should be obvious, shouldn't it? We should see in them the things that look like God. Why? Because we were born, we, we, are, we are his image. We were made in his image and his likeness. And we've been given the opportunity to live a life. And he says that greater work shall we do because we have a relationship with Christ. So when we're looking at people, we got to make sure that what we see, because I shared with the people earlier today, what seems obvious ain't always true. We have to, in this hour, be able to discern what we're dealing with. Ooh, discern what you're dealing with, baby, because, ooh. And today more than ever, because if, if, you know, I look at videos sometimes on social media where there's someone who looks a certain kind of way with blemishes and one color eye and bald head and all this other stuff. They look like something else. 
But within a few minutes after they do some click, 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 when you see them, they don't look nothing like they were looking five minutes ago. They got everything from different hair to different eyes to different skin. They got everything. They got stuff pushed up, stuff sucked in, stuff sucked out. And you look at them and you go, oh, my God, they are absolutely beautiful. Oh, they're so beautiful. It's obvious that it, they're beautiful. But when they start pulling that stuff off, you start to scratch them. Well, I know I do because I'd be like, how did that go from that? How how did that go from that? What seemed obvious isn't true. So we have to see in the spirit that some of who we're dealing with, some of who we're listening to, places that we're going, things that we're trying to engage in that seem obvious aren't authentic. It's important in this hour, my brothers, that we are living a godly, authentic life. And you say, well, Valerie, what are you saying? What I'm saying to you, that because we are in the last days, because people are lovers of self more than they are of God, because people are after money, then people are going to begin to paint a picture of themselves and present it to you to make you think, yeah, I got what you need, I got what you want, come on over to my side, and then once you come on over to their side and the lights come on, you find out that you got an okie doke. I thought I was stepping into this, but I got that. My husband and I even had that conversation when we were coming home. He was sharing with me about a a, a situation where he was working on a degree. He was working with a particular school. And when the school presented what they had for him, what they presented that was obvious that this was going to be an opportunity to get a degree, what he found is what? It wasn't what he thought. What they presented to be obvious truth was a lie. Oh, I want to say thank you. Thank you to all of our callers who are on the line. If at any time you have a question or a comment, please press 1 and come into the conversation. I'd love to have you join me. What do we need to do differently? We find often that when we are living this life and when we want to present to people a form, because we don't have the power. We want them to think that we got the game. We, we want them to see our religious exterior, our outward display of religion, because the truth is we don't have the relationship that's required. Oh, Lord Valerie, what? Well, yeah, yeah. It's not enough to just try to look holy, because anymore I don't know what holy look like. I'm just being honest. I don't, I don't know what holy I don't know I don't know what holy looked like. I can tell you that back in the day when I was a child growing up in the church in the building, that there was a certain way that we reverenced even the house of God. There was a certain way that we went into the place. We ain't have our, our booty hanging out. We ain't have our pants sagging. We ain't wear our ball caps. We we you know we we dressed modestly. We had a respect for God's house. We had a respect for the place. And so when you came in, even though you was dressed sharp as a tag, it's still obvious that Mama, Mama Sue, who's been sitting on the third pew for the last 26 years, still mean. But she wear the church hat. She got the, she got the tambourine shake down, and she know how to quote a scripture and sing a song. To somebody who don't know, it's obvious, isn't it? That she is something. But what is that something? We, as the body of believers, have power. 
as I share with you in Acts 1 and 8. He said, you will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. We have power. We are authentic because no one has your same fingerprints. No one has your same gifting. No one has your same anointing. No one has your same assignment. We're to be authentic before God, utilizing the power source that we've been given, which is the Holy Spirit. Obvious, again, is defined as easily perceived or understood, clear, self-evident, or apparent. When people look at you, is it obvious who you are? Is it obvious what power source you rely on? Is it obvious that you're a believer? Is it obvious that you can impact the kingdom? Or do people question, or do you even question, can I, should I, do I? My husband put me in check last night, and I love him for it, because I was bothered by a situation, and I said something, and he said, we don't do that. And I was like, ugh, ugh. He said, we don't do that, don't do that. And I checked myself, because, again, who I am, how I live, what I desire to do in the kingdom I have to be godly, authentic, but I also have to remember that I'm a witness. And so if I look at what 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 4, I might have been on the line. I might have teetered in that moment because I sounded like something that I'm not. I was presenting to be something that I'm not. And in the spirit of God said, ah, 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 that's good, Valerie, that you would bring that up. Because all of this, y'all, that I'm sharing with you now, I'm first partaker. When people see me, is it obvious that I am who I am? Because I'm humble with my stuff. I don't boast. I don't brag. I don't do none of that. I just go in and be me. I be my godly, authentic self. I endeavor to love all of God's people, to empower them with the truth of his word, to be the example, to be the living epistle, to be the one who loves God more than I love myself, to give. So that when they see me, yeah, it's obvious. It is obvious, Val. It is obvious that you love God's people. It is obvious that you give your all. It is obvious. Someone said to me, you don't charge enough. It's not about the money. I ain't going to run behind a dollar. Not ever in my life am I going to run behind a dollar. I'm going to give all I got to give as long as I got to give because I'm going to trust God. I'm going to trust my power source. I'm not going to have a form of godliness, but I'm going to acknowledge the power that worketh within me. And that power is the power of God. My brothers and sisters, those individuals who are false believers, false quote-unquote Christians, uh, they'll get you in trouble. They'll get you in trouble. And we have to have our eyes wide open to know and to discern and to check by the word of God if, in fact, what we see, that obvious thing that we're looking at, if, in fact, it's real. You see ladies that have on these big rings. I like jewelry, y'all, so I got I got all kinds of rings. And I'll wear one and it'll hit the light certain kind of way and people will say, oh, that's a beautiful diamond. It seems obvious, but if you check the stone, it's not. It's not, (laughs) and I don't have a problem with telling you that it's not. 
But to the natural eye, it appears to be. That's what's going on in the world today. With the natural eye, we're seeing a whole lot of folks that appear to be. But if you check a little deeper, if you look a little deeper, if you begin to acknowledge, wait a minute, let me check, let me check. Let me be an inspector of fruit. I'm not judging, but let me inspect the fruit and see if the fruit lines up with the word of God. Let me see if they got a good love game. Let me see if they walking and talking what they, come on, y'all. Because we don't want to be in a place and space where we are being deceived by the enemy, because the enemy will deceive you. That's his job. He goes around seeking whom he may devour. But I'm saying to you all, we have to discern. We have to know the word. We have to stand on the word. And let's be honest, most of the time we go about in life, we don't really check everything. We just take it for what we see. Oh, obviously that's this, and obviously that's that, and Sometimes we wrong because we're not discerning. We're not doing the investigative work. We're taking everything at face value. But face value is not going to always be the answer. Again, we've got to be in a space and place where we are godly, authentic. Authentic in the eyes of the Lord. And in being authentic in God's eyes, we will be authentic in the eyes of man. We want that when people see us, it's obvious, isn't it, who she is, who he is, what they stand for. It's obvious, isn't it? Uh, Again, thank you for our callers. If you have a question or a comment, I'd love to hear from you. Please press 1, and I'll bring you in the room, because I know that I've got some power listening on this line right now that can aid to this conversation, because you all have been in situations where you saw something or you felt something that seemed to be obviously one way, but when the truth came to surface, when everything was revealed, you found that it was something different. And for many of us, what we thought was obvious and we found was not did damage. It did damage. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Even in relationships. This has been a phenomenal weekend for me for relationships, empowering couples. And often you can see two people together and, oh, you say, oh, it's so obvious. They're so in love. Oh, they're a nice couple. Oh, they got it going on. They, Oh, they just look so good together. That's what they want you to see. But you don't see what goes on behind the closed doors. You don't see that they sleep in separate rooms. You don't see that they got other people in their lives that are taking the place of their spouse. You don't see that, but what what you see is that form that they want you to see. What they want you to see is that they are lover of self more than they are of God. What you see is that they like to paint the picture because they have insecurities that haven't been dealt with. Yeah, that's, 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 that's truth. That's, that, that's truth, y'all. I'm just giving you truth because I want you that when people see you, they say, oh, it's obvious. It's obvious. It's clear who they are and what they stand for. The word of God lets us know when he says, be either hot or cold, because if you're lukewarm, I'm going to spew you out. Be hot or be cold. This wishy-washy in the middle on the fence going from side to side is not going to be the answer. We say love and blessings to you last 
four digits of the call, 8111. Thank you for calling. Good evening, good evening, Apostle. I was, call, I was calling in because I think about um, back when I was in church or whatever, and I would hear the Holy Spirit tell me, you got to take off the mask mm. and be yourself and be transparent. Because mm-hmm. when you're not transparent, people don't know who you are. So we have to learn to take off the mask. Amen. Amen, Minister Vicki. That's true. That's so true. And there are a lot of us that are masked. We mask our we mask our truth uh, in, in many different ways. Whew. That right there, that's a good piece. That's a good piece. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yes. As Minister Vicki said, y'all, we got to take the mask off. How many of us are wearing a mask? How many of us how many of us are wearing a mask? And if you are, as she stated, take the mask off. What are you afraid of? Okay. We don't want people to see our scars. But don't you know that your scars are indicators that you got through it? It's not an open wound anymore, it's a scar. It's a reminder that you were triumphant, that you got through it. I don't want anybody to know what I, come on. Some things, some people are overcome by the words of your testimony. Tell your truth. Be your authentic self. Let somebody know what you've been through, what you've come through, how your life has been changed. Don't be afraid to hide that. Lord have mercy. I've come through Many hard trials through temptations on every hand. Huh. But the Lord kept me. He kept me. He kept me. He didn't let me go. And so now as I go about living my life, I can be godly authentic because I have flaws, y'all. I'm still a work in progress like everybody else, but I have a level of accountability that might be a little bit different because I understand my assignment. I understand my assignment. And so today we're sharing. Honey, you got anything you want to share? Oh, no. <laughs> as, we're, as we're here today, we, we just want to encourage you. I'm going to read this scripture to you again in 2 Timothy 3, 5 through 7. <sighs> Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. From them folks with the mask on, turn away. For of this sort they are they which creep into your houses. They try to get into your space and place, right? They try to lead you captive and, and silly women laden with sins. They're trying to entice you, led away with diverse love. They're going to try to show you what you're looking for. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. They're going to talk a good game, but they can't walk what they're talking. He says, from such, turn away. Separate yourself from these people who have a form, who are wearing the mask. Turn away and seek out those who are godly authentic as you yourself stay the path of becoming godly authentic so that when people see you, uh uh-huh, they say, oh, they real, they real. I I can get with them. 
I had a couple people tell me this weekend, I like her. And I was like, I like you too. But why did they say that? Why did they feel that they could tell me that they like me? Because I was authentic. Uh-huh. I ain't had no mask on. It was obvious that I am who I say I am because I do what I say I'm going to do, and I love God's people. I encourage you today, my brothers and sisters, look closer. Everything that you see that seems obvious is not. Try the spirit by the word of God. Be a fruit inspector. Make sure that they're living according to the precepts and principles of the word of God so that they look like him. Not I, but Christ in me. Check to make sure that they're not wearing a mask. And when you find those godly, authentic people, let's rally together to make an impact in the kingdom. Let's be that remnant that God needs in this hour to bring about change. Know that I love you all so much. I pray that this word has empowered you as much as it has empowered me. I welcome you to join us again next week for Empowered to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each one of you. Until next time.